Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, and welcome to our fun little series about the 12 days of treatments diet industry gave to me. And we're going to talk about an honest and real review about the pros and the cons and the does it work with intermittent fasting. This is a very popular one right now. Um, The idea of intermittent fasting is you don't eat for a window of time and then you have an eating window. So it uh, talks about the health benefits or the weight loss um, result of that you're eating fewer calories in a day because you're only eating during a certain time. That's the theory behind it or that there are health benefits to letting your body have like a rest from digesting. So those are sort of the ideas around intermittent fasting. Um, and so how it works is that you just like you eat during a certain window and you have time that you're not eating at all. Now, there are a couple of things that I want to note right up front about intermittent fasting is that intermittent fasting tends to be extremely attractive to people with eating disorders Mm. because it is a way to not eat. It's like, With alcohol, you can be like, I'm just not going to drink alcohol so that I won't be an alcoholic anymore and I'm just going to cut it out, right? You can't do that with food. You have to keep eating. So intermittent fasting is a way to just like put it out of your mind of like, oh, I don't eat during this time. And so if you're obsessing with food all the the time, then it's very attractive to people who don't want to obsess about food and who are trying to fix their relationship with food. Now, it is also one of the most effective diets in creating eating disorders. I'll say that again. Intermittent fasting will create eating disorders so quickly because you are teaching your body on purpose the binge restrict cycle. If you have a great relationship with food and you just want to skip a couple of meals and eat later on, and it's a great lifestyle for you, that's one thing. But if you are looking to intermittent fasting to try to fix your relationship with food, it tends to do the exact opposite because you are restricting, you are not eating anything for a long period of time. And then you have a last chance, certain window when you can eat. So that's the only time you have to binge. And so you binge, 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 binge while you can eat, and then you stop and you restrict again. And what this turns into is a binge and restrict cycle. It can turn into bulimia. It can turn into binge eating disorder. Like it's a very quick way to perpetuate awful relationships with food. And it's attractive to people who already have a distorted relationship with food. So intermittent fasting is like, we've had people many times come to us that didn't used to have an eating disorder. And they're like, and then I did intermittent fasting. And now I have an eating disorder. It's weird how those things happened at the same time. (laughs) Just like, that was not a coincidence. So let's talk a little bit about um, the pros, the cons, um, and why it does or doesn't work. So um, let's go ahead and Jen, um, tell us a little bit about what are the pros, what were the pros and cons for you about intermittent fasting? 
Well, I don't know if it's a pro, but I'm a very organized, on schedule, regimented, routine kind of gal. So I felt like it was more organized if I have breakfast at nine, you know, like I, if I plan my meals and I have breakfast at nine and then a snack at 11 and lunch at one, but then at three o'clock is when the afternoon binge thoughts start going. So like, then I go through all the crazy binge habits, all that stuff. And then like, my goal was not to eat after 8 p.m., then I go to bed, get up, make coffee, and not eat until nine o'clock the next morning. So I would fill myself with as much food as possible between like the hours of four and 8 p.m. Go to sleep. Don't get good sleep because I have to prop myself up and I have food up here all night. But if I wait till nine o'clock in the morning, all that should be dissolved, like, digested right I I don't know then you can't figure out why you can't sleep at night because I ate enough for like four grown men and I I I don't know um did not work for me but I've done it for years and years and years and years like very regimented what I I mean I can tell you that those were the hours that I would put as much food in myself as possible and then be on schedule and regimented and wake up with a new thought every single morning today's going to be different. And then it never was. And I don't know, I don't ever look at the clock anymore on what time is what. So celebrating that. That's awesome. And thank you so much for sharing that. Cause yeah, like, again, if you have a completely neutral relationship with food and you're a normal eater and you're just like, okay, this is a way that I want to eat. That's one thing. But like when you have disordered eating, or when you have any sort of struggle like that, it's not like you're going to eat fewer calories because you're not letting yourself eat for certain hours of the day. You're just going to eat a ton more calories while you're letting yourself, I'll put that in quotes, eat. So that's oftentimes what it turns into. So yeah, absolutely. Leanne, tell us a little bit about your experience. Cool. Well, I liked the general idea of intermittent fasting because they say, you eat for eight hours, you digest for eight hours, and then your body heals for eight hours. So I really wanted to jump on board that. And I would eat, um, I'd start at one or two in the afternoon, so I wouldn't eat all morning. All I would have was either um, coffee and water or coffee and seltzer water all day up until one or two. And then I would eat until about eight o'clock at night, and that was it. And um it seems like though dinner would be, well, lunch would be a, a good size lunch. Dinner would be a good size dinner and then bingy snacks after that. But I was good with the, um, I was good with not actually putting food in my mouth between 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. But I mean, 1 p.m. But uh, it never, ever, ever caused me to lose one single ounce. I never lost an ounce and I never felt any better, but it was a fad. And then I had friends doing it. So I jumped on board and wanted to do it. Never, ever worked for me. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and Data, did you say you had done intermittent fasting? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, I was initially kind of attracted to it because um, similar to what Leanne just said and, and Jen, um, there's a schedule to it, you know, and so there's kind of removing some of the 
thought, you know, there's not the, there's not the planning. Um, of course, um, you know, doing, you know, when I had a lot of the disordered eating, I was always hungry. I was always just starving. So I was excited because I was like, okay, great. You know, I just have to fix the times when I eat. That's so easy. That's not, you know, that's not the same as like restricting food um, or choosing what I'm going to eat. I can eat whatever happens to come by um, during those hours. Um, and I just, you know, it, there's no limit on the quantity. So I was excited about that because I'm starving at this time, you know, so hungry all the time, ravenous. And so um, that was one of the pros. Um, I would say um, the main con though for me was that um, just like you mentioned, um, it really does make you hyper-focused on food. I remember, um, you know, I would have a, a decent uh, commute to work um, that involved biking and a decent amount of physical activity. And so I would arrive at the office really exhausted, um, no breakfast. And I've never really been a breakfast person generally, not normally hungry in the morning, but when you're on intermittent fasting, you are hungry in the morning, you know? <laughs> it's just like, cause you know that you can't eat. And so you're, you're definitely hungry cause your brain is like, well, you can't eat, so I'm gonna be hungry right now, even if I wasn't before, you know? <laughs> so that came back and I was like, dude, I don't even have breakfast normally, but now my body's like, please give me breakfast. So I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm begging until 12.30, like, come on, I'm dying, you know? So I'd be so hungry. Um, and then of course I would be so excited because as soon as the clock struck, I'm like dashing to get my lunch. I'm like filling up containers. Like I just need as much as possible. Um, and um, and then of course, like I would have classes or other obligations in the evening. And so I'm trying to kind of like eat as much food as I can be so that I can get to my class and have it all done before the time, the cutoff time, uh, which I think for me was like seven or eight, you know? So I'm, you know, and then I'm, yeah, it was just, it was just always, um, I would say that that would that for me of all of the things I tried that definitely probably contributed the most to trying to eat large quantities at once, um, whether or not I was not hungry because by that point you know I tried enough stuff that I could confidently say okay I'm not really that hungry right now, um, or you know I am hungry right now, um, but I would say with IF it was really it doesn't matter if I'm hungry right now I have to eat right now otherwise <laughs> there's no more food coming until. Uh, 24 hours from now, or it was 16 or whatever the, the numbers yeah. were. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that is, it's a, it's a scarcity that gets created of like, okay, well, I'm going to completely ignore my own body signals. It doesn't matter if I'm hungry or not. I have to eat right now because I'm not going to be able to in a minute. Right. Um, and so, yeah, this is the, the thing that we tend to do with dieting is like, you just go from, oh my gosh, I'm so like tired of cutting out my carbs, I have to do something that I can have carbs. Okay, I'll do intermittent fasting because at least there isn't a restriction on that. So now I'm doing a restriction of time or I can only eat during this amount of time. Then it's like, well, you know, I just you really hate being restricted in the time that I can eat. So I need to, you know, do something else. So we just go round and round and round instead of just like healing our relationship with food, right? Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for your incredible review there of your true experience with intermittent fasting and just really quickly, like, why didn't, why didn't that work to kill your relationship with food? So Data, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, I think that it did not help with the, um, well, it actually, like I, at that point I had started to learn what it was like to truly feel hungry and then to, um, I was starting to learn the difference between true hunger and just, you know, oh, I'm wanting to eat right now. So I had started that little mini process. It wasn't as strong as it is now, 
Um, but it was starting and IF just completely put a bomb all over that because, you know, it essentially encourages you to be like, nope, that doesn't matter. You have to eat right now. Um, so I would say that that would be the main reason it didn't work um, as well as um, schedules change throughout the day, you know, like, um, so um, it was one of those things of like, okay, if I'm going to have a really late night, that means, you know, say I'm going to go to dinner with friends. Now I can't eat until 3 p.m. or something like that. And I'm, you know, waking up at six or seven and I have to go essentially through an entire work day um, with no food. Um, so that it just made it worse. Um, I don't recall if I uh, lost any weight. Um, I think that one thing that I liked about it was that I did feel lighter, you know, like during the time that I wasn't eating, obviously, because I'm freaking no food. But I did like that part. But it wasn't it was it quickly became an emptiness, like a hollowness instead of like, I feel I feel like I ate a good meal, you know, like um, it, it was like hollow, you know, I was just yeah, so hungry. Even more than before, it was like I, I went from having four lunches and still not being full. And now <laughs> I'm even hungrier than that. Like, how is that possible? It just, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, like, Jen, what would you say just like is your number one reason why it didn't fix your relationship with food? So I didn't even know that intermittent fasting was a thing until you talk about the description of it and then you describe it. And I'm like, oh, I've been doing that forever. Um, just not as a planned diet. It was just a wake up in the morning with a good resolve that today I'm going to do a better job. Today, I'm going to make this work. Today is the day that I'm not going to have, I'm not going to binge. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And then like, as the day goes through, it all falls apart and crumbles. And all of that is so devastating and disappointing at the end of the day. And then it's just a cycle over and over every day. I feel like a failure at the end of the day, but in the morning I'm okay. Today's the day. And I don't have that disappointment and shame in myself every single day at the end of the day anymore. You just celebrate that of just like being able to go to bed and feel good and feel like a success and wake up the next morning and not have anything to start over. Like Jen really want to honor like your journey in that. And just so, so excited for you there. And I know like, yeah, we've been there like that's, and that's the hard thing about these cycles, right? It's just like every day you just feel like a failure over and over and over. And what a joy to be out of that. So Love it, Jen. Thank you. And Leanne, what would you say is the reason that um, that didn't fix your relationship with food? Well, now with intermittent fasting, I wasn't restricting types of food, but now I was restricting times to eat. And so I had to think within those six hours that I was going to be eating that I had to get the perfect foods in there, that I had to get everything in that I wanted to eat for the day. So I found myself obsessing over food more than ever. Whereas you think intermittent fasting would be, um, okay, so from nighttime until whenever you decide for your time, you're going to eat the next day, noon or whatever, one or two for me. Um, you'd think, okay, well, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But no, it was so much more obsessively thinking about my food choices. And then if I didn't have the right foods within a, that six hour period, 
I'd be like building up, building up all of this excitement for going out to get the best foods for the next day when I could eat in that six hour period. So it really, really did not help my relationship with food at all. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rochelle. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So, oh, you guys, thank you so much for your incredible, just wisdom and experience and sharing so incredibly spot on and so excited to see you guys for our next episode of the 12 days of treatments um and just the the good and the bad and the what works and the what does it and we will see you guys soon bye thanks for tuning in if you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life here is your next step pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off.